fuck all y'all. I'm so tired. No, my God. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Don't yep. move me. Dude, yeah. I was like half asleep on the daily ding as well. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. God. I mean, whatever. Nice. You know, Maybe rest a little bit. To... Take a little break. Shut, rest. Shut. I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. Why? I'm, I'm just trying to help. Fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, oh, wait. I'm getting up. Take a punch to the off. face. Nips, mm. if that helps you out. I'm just wanting oh, to better record. Jerome, shut up. <laughs> I love you. He's so disrespectful. <laughs> Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, where Marvel drops random-ass trailers without any notice, so like we have to nothing. drop our busy schedules to get together whatever it takes to make this plot happen. Oh, no, you did not just drop it, whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. Um, I'm Jerome Chang. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm running the hosting duties on this one here, but uh, with me... He is the omnipresent watcher of all things Marvel in the Twitterverse, a cool cat in the streets and a flirkin in the sheets, which is probably why he's expecting child. It's Anthony Canton III. AC, oh, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, 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 oh my god. Bro. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> oh, you good? oh my god. God hey, bro. bless you. Nah, he needs another minute. You called him a flurkin in the sheets. Like, maybe give it, like, another 30 seconds. <laughs> God bless you. Go Jesus. on. Oh my All right, God. well, if Avengers Endgame's expected runtime was split into vines, we'd have about 1,800 of them, and this man would do the crossover MC University in six-second sec- cinema pod. And I'm still waiting for his Steve Rogers sorted history. It's Jay Christie. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty well. Steve Rogers sorted history. I actually, I'm, I'm not, uh... That's not a bad idea. Uh, maybe I should break into the fictional sword history realm. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, that. Read the Secret Empire, Jake. That's where you'll find it. There you go. When she's tweeting hot takes from the couch, we call it a futon blast. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Wrapping the purple and gold only because she's Thanets, st- taking half your followers. It's Neats on Blushten. Neats. How you doing, buddy? Hey, you tried to pronounce my last name right. That I'm, was really I'm, I'm nice. I'm doing an effort. How you that doing, Neats? I mean, I'm doing awful, but, you know, these intros are helping. But it's also going to make for some great comedy. I'm really sorry if I yell at all you guys during the pod. It's fine. I'm so... Don't move me! It's cool. I can cool. hear you, Anthony. It's cool. Wait, what I do? We've we, we got one more. <laughs> Coming in last minute for us, our yes. special guest... When she sees Captain Marvel return to Earth to save us, she calls it a light speed rescue. That's a Power Rangers reference right there for her. <laughs> Rapping the thunder, whether it's OKC or Asgard, it's Megan Hines. Megs, how you doing? I'm good. I like that reference. It was really good. On Thank point. You. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, I'm trying. Welcome. Megan! Woo! Welcome, welcome. All right. So, like, I feel like we did a pod pretty recently already, but uh, we mm-hmm. got brought together immediately mm-hmm. because this morning... We got ourselves a new trailer. Avengers Endgame had dropped. How's everyone feeling after that? I'm, I'm excited. It's, yeah. it's, it's coming down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Okay. Did well, anybody shed a tear? Because I, I let a little one go. I mean, like, more in the talking. sense that, like, it was the first, like, thing I saw when I woke up. So I was still, like, pretty groggy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I woke up to uh, just a thousand texts from you 
you guys and like a bunch of notifications in all caps from the three of you. <laughs> I was that dying. Right. That yeah. sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, here, let's let's dive into first thoughts about the trailer. And why don't we start with our special guest, uh, Megs. How did you feel when you watched it? I know you, tweet, you uh, DM'd me immediately afterward, but uh, what were your thoughts coming off it? I was just happy we got another trailer because mm-hmm. in the first trailer, it wasn't really much. Like, we got, like, the little clips, like, of, like, the of the end scene of all the walking. And a lot of people weren't in it that we saw in this new trailer. So that was good to see. Because we were also wondering where Tony was. And in this one, we saw, like, Tony join back the team eventually. So, yeah. It was good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things happened. And it seemed like they got to the point of it. Like, the kind of things that we were expecting to maybe solve or figure out. But even though we knew it was going to happen anyway, they just showed it. Tony comes back to Earth. He's going to get back with the team. So we're just going to get to the point of seeing what this endgame really is all about. Uh, Jake, how did you feel about the trailer? Uh, I was excited to see another trailer. Um, uh, to be honest, it didn't really matter if it was a surprise or not, because if they had scheduled it, I would have forgotten that it was coming. But uh, <laughs> but, yep. Yep. Wow. but a thing I liked about it is that it did... Um, like, it, it moved really well. Like, the... The flashbacks obviously were like super interesting and super, um, like just compelling. And I feel like the trailer itself told a story in a way that the previous teaser didn't. Like, yeah, it had this one had mo- forward momentum with the whatever it takes bits. Um, mm-hmm. and like it felt, it, I, I, th- I like how they managed to create like a hashtag off of the trailer, even though I think right. it was Zach Harper who pointed out that that was the Clippers team hashtag last year. But uh, he ruined that for me so quickly because he literally went, he hashtag it takes everything and it like pops up the Clippers logo, I think. Yeah. So, but I was really excited to see everything. And oh man, it's if this is if if these clips are only from the first hour of the movie, the movie's going to be lit. (laughs) Really? Um, Nitz, you mentioned possibly shedding a tear. Any other emotions that came (laughs) out of it? Well, I was afraid I wouldn't be able to wake up this morning. And then mm-hmm. I just literally woke up to, I said it, like, all of your guys' notifications. And I was like, holy fuck! I was so fucking excited. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> I was freaking the hell out. Um, I think, honestly, my biggest take out of this, like, emotionally, because I know that we're going to get into the actual content, is, um, you know how people say, like, my body isn't ready? And everyone's like, that's such millennial internet speak. Like, nah, right. man. My body is not, like, I don't feel like my soul is ready for this movie right now. Because they ran through, they showed you, like, everyone dusting away they showed you the beginning like iron man escaping from the cave steve rogers became before he became uh captain america like all this shit and i was like no like this is literally it's all coming to it really is coming to an end with this one infinity war was you know it will eventually come to an end and it was still so emotional so i don't think i'm ready and yes i I shed a tear both times that i watched it today ac I think that's the best way to describe it. We're not going to be ready for this film. Uh, I know that I'm not um, seeing that trailer. If you really, if you really think about it, I think, like you guys mentioned, the the callbacks to the, the origins. It just reminded me of all these years watching all these movies and seeing all these origin stories um, come to a head. And of course, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff like your boy Hawkeye's back, ready to take down Thanos. <laughs> oh, Can't what wait, the right? Fuck ever. Jeez. What the number fuck number ever, one. Uh, number one. Uh, number two. Um, 
it the the which we, I'm sure we'll get into the whole the whole Captain Marvel and Thor uh, stare down was very fun. I, I I enjoyed the those ten seconds, and I think the focus on the on the original six I think is gonna be interesting. We're gonna see those highlights, and I think uh, Nitsan mentioned it on Twitter earlier. Like as far as Tony Stark getting off of uh, getting out of space and getting back to the team, I think like she said, it's going to happen early. And I, and I think it'll, it'll give him a chance to reunite with everybody, have the time together. And then, yeah, man, I, I, I'm still holding on to that prediction. He's done. He, he, Dude, he, shut he up. Done. I'm saying. Why do, you have to hurt us? Why do you have to hurt us? Like, here's my thing is that mm-hmm. you're not being a nice person. And you like, are, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with that one. I just really don't want him to die. Here's my first point. No. No. <laughs> then why no. are you trying to attack me right now? No, oh, I'm definitely not trying to attack you. I'm just, I'm just trying to line it up as I see are. it. I was going into my, going you into said my. said that you were a scroll, uh, Jerome. I mean, I might be, you know, he called me a flirkin, so I might be out here flirkin. So, you know, <laughs> that's so wild. He dead ass called you a flirkin. Just yeah, um, but, but, not, but nonetheless, like, I think overall, like, it was fun to see. It was fun to see the, the quantum suits because clearly it's from the same suit that Hank Pym wore in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So it's an, a, an updated version of that. So clearly we're getting time travel, which will be very interesting. Like, now I get to finally see what's going to happen with the all those set photos with them back in the Battle of New York and all the time travel that they're going to do. And w- one thing that was interesting, they did not show Thanos in the trailer. So that's something to watch out for. But I think they got something planned there. Yeah. Um, I echo every thought that was shared already. Uh, just because it's an Avengers movie, it's always tagged as a crossover event so it's always exciting to see when heroes that are not usually together in films are together so definitely the thor and captain marvel scene at the end uh i hands down for me now the best chris is hemsworth like i i, I don't even know if there's competition hey. uh, can i be honest with you i'm i'm on chris evans that's just big but only are you be- on him inside I, I mean, is it I, only because he's like socially aware of things yes. that are going on in yeah. the real world yeah. whereas like chris <laughs> hemsworth the world would be burning down and he'd be like <laughs> He'd be like, I gotta catch some waves, mate. So, you know. Yeah. Fair, oh, fair. that was okay. a great Australian accent. And then what about Chris Pine? What's his, like, I like Chris Pine a lot. Chris Pine is, he he's super handsome, but no one told his voice. Um, mm. So I'm a big fan of his. Bro, mm. I'm using that on the next guy I'm ghosting. That's... You're super cute, but nobody told your voice or your personality. Wow. Okay, sorry, go for it. Oh, my um, God. And then, uh, and then, like a small one that I really enjoyed was just like you didn't hear from it at all, but you saw the Rocket Raccoon War Machine just like that quick scene there. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I see, I think yeah. I I see Rocket Raccoon on someone's shoulder, like with a smirk in his eyes. Just it's, it's a good moment. I'm looking forward to it. But um, let's actually dive into it because everyone's mentioned it. It there are parts that it feels like not a lot really happens, but there are pieces in there that I think we can dive into a little bit. AC, um, I'm going to start with you just because you're a guy who's probably going to catch a couple of things in there um mm-hmm. and my research already ahead of time so you mentioned the quantum suits like what else did you catch in there in terms of contents within the trailer um i think one of the things that, that's interesting it's pretty clear that we are going to see whatever happened to clint from the time of before infinity war till after that because they obviously they show him with a different haircut uh training somebody it could be his daughter before the snap happened and um, some people are rumoring that it's Kate Bishop, who's the who's the future Hawkeye in the comic books. 
but I think it's probably his daughter who he trains. And unfortunately, I think something is going to something is going to happen to his family, which makes him don the persona of Ronin, um, who he you know becomes a different type of fighter in the uh, in the comic book. So I think we're we're definitely going to see that. He's got the he's got the goofy haircut going on. Um, he also has the uh, ankle bracelet on when he's training her. So you're pretty spot on. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes yeah, that's sense thing. because uh, Ronin is a term for a samurai who doesn't have a master anymore, so that kind of fits. Um, yeah, actually, que- question for you, AC, because in the comics, Ronin mm-hmm. becomes Ronin because, um, and doesn't he have does he have memory loss? I remembered something mentioning Ronin and amnesia in general, and like, could the snap affect him that way? And like, I why mean... the fuck is he in Tokyo fighting people when he could be with? Like, does Black Widow have to go and track him down? Like, My guess deal? is she does because I think he goes probably goes off the deep end because I'm sure his his family probably went in the snap. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. If his family goes in the snap, that would certainly give him the uh, emotional reasoning to do something like that and disappear from uh, where he was. So that's that's my guess on that. You know, I could be wrong, but I think that's what it is. I actually. Like that you brought up Hawkeye, something that doesn't get uh, said much in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But because it shouldn't. What? It shouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, uh, you, you've been kind of uh, trolling Nitz with saying that Hawkeye could be an important part of uh, oh, what happens here. But um, one thing I was thinking about, and especially in watching this trailer, is maybe that's true, but maybe it's not Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Maybe it's, to your point, Kate Bishop coming in because... When we heard the voiceovers uh, going through it, there was one voice that I didn't quite recognize. And it was uh, it was the woman who, I think it was right after Tony, uh, talking over the uh, Captain America part. Was, it, was that first, not... I thought it was Peggy Carter. Yeah, yes, I thought, I thought it was. was. Yeah, that was but Peggy I'm Carter. not sure that it is Peggy Carter. For sh- like, I'm not 100% sure about that. Oh, it could be. okay. Because uh, in diving into it, uh, when you're looking at like some of the footage that's over it, that's also where you see some of Hawkeye and how uh, how he's training this one person. Yes. And also, when you listen back and watch it, like it could be a story that is either about Captain America or whatever happens to Hawkeye when he becomes Ronin, because mm-hmm. it's this person who takes over and kind of like moves on. And uh, the other thing I did was I dove into the cast listing, and there's this one, Catherine Langford, uh, who is of, I think, um, what is... 13 Reasons that Why. One? Thank you. Uh, who is Australian, um, natively, and uh, and has an uncredited role in the film. So well, some people you. have suggested it. Okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking some private eye type shit. Might have have suggested that this could be. Hello. Jerome yeah, you Rossi? broke up. Hello. Jerome, you yeah, you what disappeared. Kate Bishop and he snapped away, bitch. <laughs> oh man, just like Hawkeye. You hate to see it, dude. Um, AC, I thought of you because I was while we're waiting for Jerome to come back. Um, yeah. I was reading an article, um, like kind of you know just like people's different takes about the trailer and whatnot, and it mm-hmm. starts off with um, not to offend the six Hawkeye fans within the Marvel Cinematic Universe fandom, <laughs> and I was like, bro, did I write this shit? Like, oh my god! And then it just like Hi, did you all lose in. me there just now? <laughs> yeah, Very yeah, much so. Cut out there. Yeah, sorry about that. It's okay. Gave us some time for some extra like Hawkeye slander. So perfect. Extra Hawkeye. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all that said, uh, Nit, since you are uh, in your slander right now, anything that you took out of the trailer? <laughs> 
Um, I think my biggest issue is obviously Hawkeye and his haircut. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I think that was it. Sorry. I just went into my boss's thing. With, I did not try to. So hold on. Let me get back to you guys. Woo. Okay, I'm back. Um, just like the Quantum Realm type shit. No, so I think... A, I'm really excited to see how they incorporate the quantum realm into everything that's happening. I caught on to those suits, too, which um, are ugly. And then the <laughs> hair. I know it sounds dumb, but, like, the hair changes in general for Black Widow. Feels like there's a reason that she's going back from blonde to red, from blonde to red. Because she's blonde when Captain Marvel lands. And she's blonde when Captain Marvel is um, speaking to Thor for the first time. And she's red-haired for the rest of it. Now, I don't know if that's just time passing or if There's one seeing, part where it feels like her roots it, are coming out, and it's like half blonde, half red, too. I maybe. I mean, it could be like maybe yeah. we're saying that was like their indication of how much time has passed, or are we going back to the past? I don't know, but I think that that's you know it. It's a multi-million bit. Like I don't know how much money they're spending on this movie. That doesn't seem like a detail that falls through the cracks. That seems like a detail mm-hmm. that's there on purpose. Um, and then again, in terms of the trailer, I think this all happened super in the beginning we've kind of gone over it so i was pretty comforted by the fact that tony is back on earth because i don't think especially if they're already showing us that he's going to be back on earth unless it's a deception move like they did with the um, infinity war hulk at wakanda trailer yeah um, right yeah. i think it's just like comforting to know that he comes back you know how much like we love tony and we don't want to see him wasted away um otherwise i don't know i'm just like I just really want to see where the quantum realm comes in and how they use it. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, yeah. You mentioned Tony, and he does say in his voiceover that he was hoping to have just one more surprise. Jake, any thoughts on what that could be? Um, I th- I thought it. I thought he meant like that he was going to save the world again. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, or, or any other takeaways from the trailer? <laughs> yeah. One, my thought on Hawkeye's haircut is that he looks like he plays in La Liga. Um, but, Bro. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I had like three months in Berlin. That's to... fair. Yeah. Well, he's definitely he definitely moved to Europe or like is has yes. is on a European mindset. But no, I thought that um, I really liked uh, the way that the trailer. You know, I think it just built on the first one where the th- the themes of what do you do now? You know, and I think that the first trailer was them just being like, what the hell do we do? What the hell do we do? What the hell do we do? And then this trailer is, we have to do something. We have to do something. We have to do something. Uh, and I think that that's a nice progression. Um, I liked seeing uh, Captain Marvel in it. Um, that's very exciting. I really hope that they bring her in pretty quickly in the, into the movie just because uh, we already we, we didn't get her at all in Infinity War, and I don't want to waste her as a character. Um Especially because if she's t- basically taking over, I don't want her to only have like a half hour of screen time before she does so. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited for Rock Raccoon and uh, War Machine just because I feel like War Machine is underappreciated. Um, and uh, I don't know. That's, that's actually my only thought. I was just excited. Ooh, I, to be honest with you, I forgot that War Machine survived. That's how underappreciated he is. So. Right. Ooh, I wanted I wanted to quickly say um so one of the things that I had recently recently read in the past year was Civil War two and um it was the first time that I had learned that Rhodey and uh, Captain Marvel have a relationship in there so oh. I was like hmm yeah. oh also in Civil War two he dies spoiler alert but <laughs> um 
But uh, what you call it? Yeah, I found that I found that I, interesting. I so I, 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 I saw people that. talk about that on Twitter, and I think that would be interesting. But the thing I wonder about is, I think that would make sense normally, but personally, I wouldn't really want to see Brie Larson, who's like twenty nine, be in a relationship with John Cheadle, who's like fifty three or something like that. Like that would make me a little. It also seems to betray the spirit of what we love so much about Captain. Exactly. Marvel, yeah. We were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Sure. Like obviously. Her being a strong woman doesn't mean that she can't have relationships, but I think it would be really. No. I, I'm a I'm a person. Wow! Who's, I just came back yeah. into that line. I was like emailing my boss, and then I came back oh. to just because she's a strong woman doesn't mean she can't have relationships. Yeah, but was, was it, what like, I was gonna say oh, is, is that, that I don't. Debated? No, no, I know, <laughs> but I think what my point being that a lot of times people will like mm-hmm. equate a woman not having any romantic life with her being a strong female character, and those two things obviously aren't mutually exclusive. But yeah, I I, I think that. Uh, yeah, if the actor who played War Machine wasn't like twenty years older than Brie Larson, go for mm-hmm. it. But I'd not really. I'd rather them not. <laughs> yeah, they might not do it. I was. Just, it was just. It uh, is an interesting idea because I saw a lot of people Got shipping it. Thor and Captain Marvel, uh, and that's like. Oh yeah, people that's too much. On that they're on. Quick. They're on screen together for three seconds. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> All right, and Megs, uh, I know we covered a lot on there, but uh, in this, how long is this trailer? Like minute and a half? <laughs> Was there anything like else? Two like two minutes. Twenty-two minutes. Seconds. Right. Is there anything else uh, that you kind of like wanted to identify that you really liked coming out of it? Um, I think I was well. One minute, like they said about um, Natasha's hair. Mm-hmm. Like looking back at the trailer, I feel like since Captain Marvel comes in, like. With all of them, with Natasha still having her little blonde-ish hair, I think that's gonna be earlier in the mm-hmm. in the movie. So then, over time, her hair will change back to the red. Right. Also, yeah, yeah I'm trying to remember. It's like everyone reverting back to like their Avenger, like the first Avenger self. Like you have yeah. Steve. I mean, I don't think Thor's gonna grow his hair out. No. But, like, <laughs> I have a question Wait, though. Shit for that now. Do right, you, right. Do you, uh, do. do you guys remember, was Ant-Man in the post-credits scene in Captain Marvel? I don't think he was. No. He, he, he not in Captain there. Marvel, no. but he was yeah. the one in, um, the one right before it. Yeah. No, but my point Whatever. is, my, my, what I'm t- thinking is that, uh, like, because I, we, obviously Ant-Man comes later in the, he's not there immediately, because you saw in the first, uh, trailer. So I'm thinking that if Ant-Man's not there at that time, then it probably is pretty early in the movie. Because Ant Man is like I'm, and I mean I think Captain Marvel might get there before Ant Man. Um, so right. yeah, I, yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they also, in terms of Ant Man and when he comes, somebody made a good point in a trailer when he's kind of confused and he sees all the miss- missing posters. They are beat up. This doesn't look like some guy that just got out of the quantum realm real quick yeah. after the snap. It looks like he's yeah. been stuck there for a while. Also, what is a crazy amount of shit that he has learned in there? if he's been in the quantum realm for that long mm-hmm. and like does it fuck with his mind dude i'm so excited also with ant-man i think like there's one piece in the trailer it was behind him with like an like, explosion that was mm-hmm. happening and i saw some people online talking about that too whether it's like either um captain marvel doing something or something or something else happened because also in the trailer the explosion with um hot guy that is also major so i don't know if those are connected or not but that's that also interesting to see too. Oh, when Scott like pushes the pencil and sets something off, you mean? No, it was with Hawkeye in like that tunnel type of thing, that scene. 
And oh, when he's running explosion. away and there's an explosion right behind him. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, well, and Captain um, America was all dirty and stuff in that fight. I was like, maybe, well, what, what happened there? That right. that one interests me too. But so, are we that still like it was all the happening at the same time. Like, but are we buying the fact that this is all early, early in the movie? Still? I think like, it is. Is this like an early battle scene? I think exactly. it could be something so, like, like that. What yeah, is there's gonna be a lot. Yeah, of I think that movie, I think the yeah. Hawkeye yeah. thing could definitely be misleading. Uh, yes. Like, that could be, like, a simple thing where, like, Hawkeye's now a vigilante and it shows a clip of him, you know. I'm not saying I'm trying mm-hmm. to dismiss it, but I think that a lot of times mm-hmm. trailers, when they try to only show stuff in the beginning, because uh, I think people forget how much little action moments are in beginnings of Marvel movies. So you really don't need to go yeah. much farther mm-hmm. in the first 45 minutes to get some good stuff. But they, I definitely think that uh, Ant-Man is... That clip is probably one of the later clips because if he's already there and he's doing action stuff... yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. other rumor, other rumor I heard was that there, you know, some villains are coming back since they are going back in time. One of them I heard was Crossbones. If you remember him from uh, not only Civil War but Winter yep. Soldier, um, that was oh, yeah. one of the villains that I that I heard. So it, it seems to fall in line with the whole time travel thing. They to probably get to re get the Infinity Stones at least allegedly. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing on the street. Um. Also, in terms of the time travel thing, the voiceover. In terms of um, shit, I see I had this in my notes in my computer before I left it in the office. But basically, the voiceover goes like blah blah. blah. Some people say that it's just best to start over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was like that entire like flashback scene, and they're just talking about all of that. And then they finally move into like present time, and Captain America goes like, you know, they talk again about how they're not willing to move on. Yeah. But could we get a scenario in Phase Five where? a bunch of the timeline is essentially erased. Like, everything that we've come to know as part of the universe, could we get a scenario where maybe we start over, not from before the snap, but from way before? That's a good That's a good point that you bring up, because in the Marvel Universe, it, it, there's a... It, in the comic book specifically, like, there's a version of it that turns into the ultimate universe. So, like, they, there was a while that they did, like, different types of, of books where the characters are slightly different. Like, Hulk was bigger and he was more gray and and stuff like that and wolverine was different so like um what what was that book I, it escapes my mind now but I mean, there's a book where that that change happens what uh, it's uh, describing actually happens in the x-men movies and personally oh, i think days of future past yeah i love the movie days of future past but the end kind of sets them up like it kind of there's really nowhere to go. Like, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting if that happened, but I think that they would really need to, uh, I think I'm worried about whenever you do that is then in the next time you see anything happen in one of the movies, it feels like there's less stakes. Cause it's like, well, the, all the stuff we already watched didn't happen. So like, I, I, right. I wouldn't mind if they did that, but I think that they definitely need to, uh, really take care in mm-hmm. justifying it and not because x-men yeah. basically plays it off like a joke and it's like you just erased like three full movies like that's a yeah. big deal yeah you can't erase 11 years of like forget 11 years of movies it's 11 years of our emotional connection yeah. to that timeline in general i think yeah. it'd just be like a dumb move but i've been wondering about whether or not they do it and i if you guys um watched umbrella academy who didn't or who i did? didn't i did, I did. Oh. no okay cool no, so if you guys watch fucking love this movie i keep bringing or the series i keep bringing it up but Um, in umbrella academy they have this thing where they basically go back in time a day and like the entire hmm. timeline changes and even from that episode i was pissed about it i was like nah man 
I'd already come to accept everything that happened. Like, you're really going to kill it. So doing that for 11 years of content, that would be crazy. I don't know. Robert Downey Jr. never existed. Shut up. Sorry. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this is is interesting because, like... there's always stuff in comic books like the flash does this a lot where he runs back in time and then the whole timeline changes and and things get messed up um famous flash comic the flashpoint paradox which is an example of this um i think with this i think what this this whole time travel thing will allow it will we will allow them to introduce in the future the characters of the x-men from the whole fox deal and 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 every character that they haven't been allowed to benefit right yeah, no, that's a really good point, EC. But just Jake, can you also Bossanova out all DC specific talk within Anthony's explanation? Sure. <laughs> Otherwise, everything is perfect on point. No, but also I think the thing too is that I, I forget. I think it was uh, the Watch, the Ringers podcast, was talking about how there are different rules with comics and movies where like audiences are not especially with the mcu like the mcu there's stuff that comics can do that the mcu can't do like people mm-hmm. i don't think would f- right. would go along with the movies if they made like a whole new timeline where there was a new hulk in a different universe because like the movies yeah. just generally you don't do that so i think that they're i think they're gonna tread carefully i i don't think that they're gonna at least this at this point they're gonna completely upend what we know already because they're That's already upending they so much showed the hulk either because we're, I think the expectation is we're going to get a Professor Hulk version like there is in the in the books, where where Hulk is really smart and he speaks like a regular human being. Not so a lot should... of Hulk action in the trailer, like just a no, quick, no, kind of nothing. Look yeah. from uh, wait, yeah. was Bruce Banner even? Oh, he was in the trailer yeah. for like a yeah. minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who said yeah. it today? Since we're already here, uh, Zach did yeah. a Roman get Roman fake Roman ad. Off of the Hulk, he was like, "Seems like the Hulk just didn't show up." Well, if he mm-hmm. just got Roman, he's got performance like, yeah, issues. Thing. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Do we think that he's gonna keep on with these, you know, erectile dysfunction problems in Endgame, or is he gonna? Like, <laughs> he's gonna become out? the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, you don't load yeah, a gun if you're Robin, not gonna fire Robin it. Robin Lumberg mentioned this. Um, Robin Lumberg, what did he say? Oh yeah, he said the Hulk was set up to have a hero moment. They set mm-hmm. him up poorly in the first movie to have him have a huge moment in the second one. Right. I yeah, really wanted I feel to like more. the story around the Hulk in the first one was partly because we can't just put everything in the first one, so it felt like a bit of a lazy move to just be like, oh, you can't do it. Yeah, we watched it. I mean, if we're talking first one, I thought it was great because we were saying like, how can how can Thanos? from the get-go showcase how powerful mm-hmm. he is. That's he almost point. killed yeah. this thing that literally couldn't even kill its own self. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I was disappointed about, and I think that, I hope we're going to get more in the beginning mm-hmm. of Endgame, is that in my opinion, as I was just thinking about this, I think that in terms of the actual people who are in the Avengers, I think Mark, Ruff, Mark Ruffalo is, pro- I would say, the most talented actor of all of them. Uh, that might okay. be a controversial take. But Robert uh, Downey Jr. is a national treasure. Sure, I, hope I love Robert Downey Jr. I think that he doesn't have the range that. Robert Downey. I never said Robert Downey Jr. is not a good Welcome actor. To our world, I maybe. said that Mark Ruffalo Charlie is the best. Bartlett. Watch Charlie Bartlett. <laughs> uh, in any event, my point being, event, I just want to yes. see. I want him. To, he was given like nothing to do in mm-hmm. Infinity War, and that character is so compelling. Always, I just want to see him. Have something, and I want to have, see have him and Black Widow have some moments, you know, because they set that okay. up. Oh, like yeah, I just yeah. want him to have. I want... All right, you guys like those, huh? <laughs> I 
a sincere, tender moment between characters? We're, we're yes. really sweet guys. Right, right. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Ooh, one thing I should also mention about uh, Nebula. Nebula in the Infinity Gauntlet comics. Uh, one of the reasons that Thanos eventually loses be- is because Nebula gets the Infinity Gauntlet. Now, I don't, I don't think that they're going to do something along those lines with her getting it, but it's just another thing to throw out there as an option for okay. for something to happen. Because I figure if she's going to stay around, they got to use her for something. Mm-hmm. Is I this mean, the yeah. final trailer that we're getting before or are we expecting another one that i have no idea about a tv spot i think we'll get probably a tv spot like they did with infinity war but i think with this being five to six weeks out i think this is the last trailer so this is it before yeah Um, yeah, they're not gonna they're not giving us anything else and and they shouldn't either Mm -hmm. i i I don't think so this is good i can't believe that with infinity war or not infinity war the uh, captain marvel trailer they gave us like so many teasers about when it would come out and there were so many rumors and we just like waited every single day and we thought it was so many (laughs) days and then with this one they dropped Mm -hmm. it like it was a fucking beyonce album like no no warning (laughs) i would have woken up early like what just uh, i woke up early Only reason oh, I knew was because knew. I have knew, um, I have the Russo brothers uh, and Marvel Studios on a uh, tweet notification. So oh, that's it smart. came up and I was just like, what? The only Wait, reason AC. I knew is because AC tagged me. <laughs> in it, <so>. Same. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I, I mean, like, so stunned. like, Anthony is basically my, like, morning, like, Marvel update. Mm-hmm. If I open up Twitter, like, it's whatever he tags me on is what I'll know about what's going on with Marvel at the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, like, consistent. Like, I would say it's at, it's almost to the point of daily, if not. And just for the record, none of this is, like, in any way a complaint. I just want to clarify that. A different but, type of daily thing. <laughs> it's a different type of daily thing oh. that I receive um, every day. But then, so I just thought, like, oh, it's cool. It's, like, the next Marvel Daily Ding today. What do you got for me, AC? And I was like, what the fuck, a trailer? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was shocked, too. I was like, what? My goodness. Yeah. yeah. What a great okay. surprise. Well, I mean, I don't think we necessarily need to go on because I, we're going to have a uh, pre, like, larger mailbag style uh, Can I pod going into – Sure. Because there was a Absolutely controversy not. about this, and I was on the. I don't want to say I. I was on, immediately noticed this, and they rectified it. It was super fucked up that everyone on the poster except for Denai Guerrero had their name at the top. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. is the least famous person on the poster, the but if you're gonna have her on the poster, put her name on there. Does it matter? Yeah. How yeah. You fuck that up. Like you're walking through like the most basic shit you're gonna do. You're like, hmm, I'm putting all the names on the poster. I wonder who I gotta mm. put. First of all, like, if you're going off of, like, like, I'm thinking, honestly, logistically, if you're a marketing team and you're looking at, like, who needs to be billed, how the fuck do you live? Do you leave someone off? Yeah. That's crazy In fairness, Instagram was down for a day, so and a lot of people were pretty... And, like, this thing, if they, yeah. if they <laughs> left <laughs> off... <laughs> if they left yeah. off Karen Gillan, I wouldn't be so offended. But, like, because they're definitely the two least famous people on the poster. Like, who the fuck is Karen Gillan, anyway? Nebula. Nebula, Nebula. yeah. Yeah. No, but even then, like, you have a billing of people that are going on your damn poster. How do you fuck? Dude, If I I would be so embarrassed if I was that marketing team right now or designer or whoever fucked that up. You're listening to this out there. Yeah. Um, And, like, in this thing, and I'm supporting Denai Guerrera, despite the fact that she was supposed to speak at one of my college graduations and pulled that with two weeks beforehand. So, I definitely, I was, because her name wasn't on the show. I went to college and had two graduations where a famous celebrity was going to speak. Shut up. Did I you took, say I took the phone with her. You took Which graduation oh, yeah, you was did. this? Uh, 
Jake? Uh, it was uh, the uh, the graduation for the Tisch School of the Arts at New York University. Wait, oh, okay. you, oh, so you went to NYU? What you saying? At, uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, Jake, Tisch still does like one for obviously Tisch, and then you guys do like the big NYU every school does it because there are right? like there are like twenty thousand people who graduate, and so they they couldn't yeah. you know, go through everyone. But yeah, the person Where who designed Tish, the costume, to... the one who does the person who designed the costumes for Black Panther spoke instead. Sorry for interrupting you. Not at all. No, you're good. I was just going to say I went to like one NYU graduation at MSG. And that was one of like the smaller schools. Yeah, mine was at MSG as well. Yeah, that's crazy. You and Kevin Durant. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, Katie comes to New York. Um, I, you know what? I did want to bring up one last thing uh, from the trailer that I wanted to hear everyone's take on. I think we might have even talked about it before. The color scheme of isolating red and all those old. Like, yes. What yeah. was the point of that? Like, or like, what is everyone's take as to why that was the case? Why is red important? Well, do you think beyond the red being important? I have a question for for the panel on that. Is do you think it was just to signify to us what's a flashback and what isn't, so we can differentiate? And we could example for say like, okay, so we know that the Hawkeye thing is not a flashback. So we are mm-hmm. seeing something that is actually happening in present time. Mm-hmm. Or, um, is I mean, that's time. probably an element of it, like at least I mean, like in terms yeah, of visual yeah. style for sure. Well, yeah. it depends because then, then if we're assuming that it's only like that in the trailer, then for us, sure. But let's say if it's like that in the movie, is there like some, is there some, um, I don't know if operational is the right word, operational reason that mm-hmm. they are seeing these. Like, are we going into the flashbacks because they're flashbacks and they're talking about them? Or are we going into the flashbacks because they are actually going to be in that moment at some point in time during the movie? Hmm. Ooh, very interesting. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. That one I'm not sure about, to be honest with you. I feel like they wanted to differentiate the, the flashback part for sure. Because mm-hmm. I think they wanted us to focus and remind us, like all these fans who, like yeah. like all of us who've been watching this for ten years plus. Eleven. Now, uh, yeah, now eleven. The red is the thing yeah. that's more interesting to me, though, because like black and white mm-hmm. for flashbacks is used all the time. But the red, yeah, I, right. I don't, I have no earthly idea what it signifies. Um, but I'm excited. Can to I find throw a random out. idea? Sure. Ooh, go ahead. The red stone's the reality stone. Oh. oh. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I, I, don't, I don't know where to go from there, but <laughs> the red stone's a reality stone. I tell I you, Jerome is, Jerome is a detective on this pod today. Can they can they change reality with the reality stone combined with the time stone, or do we have to actually bounce back in time? I mean, I don't know. Like, There's a version of the story where if it happens so that they go back in time to regather regather the infinity gauntlet and get the infinity stones again and just go back to different areas in time it seems like there is their own little heist uh heist movie the avengers heist movie where they go and get different infinity stones and stuff like that maybe that's what they try to do that could be it did all those moments have different infinity stones in them I mean, if you think about it, well, remember the the battle in New York had the space stone, and yeah. also had the uh, didn't it have the mind stone too. Yeah, yeah it did have yeah. the mind stone. Yeah, yeah, right. So like those two are there. Um, uh-huh. You can go back to Thor: The Dark World for the. Uh, that's the reality <laughs> stone, right? Yeah, that's where the reality stone is at. Um, 
Oh, I forgot that movie pile. existed. Thank you. That's why it's in the dark world. It's, no one remembers. I was like, no, I was seriously like, wait, what movie are you talking about? Like, it took me a second. Like, um, it doesn't okay, exist right. before Ragnarok, really, right? Like, Nothing existed before Ragnarok. Like, not fair. even, like, I existed before Ragnarok. Fair. There's pre-Ragnarok and post-Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, I, I could see a scenario where that is the movie as they get stuff, um, as they get the stones and stuff like that. Maybe Thanos senses that, wait a minute, something funny's going on. Time is changing up, reality's changing up, and things are not going right, and then he goes after them. And that's what might make this movie a lot more interesting, a desperate a uh, banged up Thanos going after the Avengers in time and space and a whole bunch of nonsense. Can't wait. To your point, Nitz, about um, like how exactly do these stones work? I, it just brought up a random thought that I had from Infinity War. How is Thanos so good at the gauntlet immediately? It's Thanos. Okay, good answer. It's like when Katie. <laughs> no, that when works. Katie. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's because you also said like it'd be fun to see the banged up Thanos against the Avengers and like I For hate sure. to bring it back to basketball but it sounds like um you know it's the banged up warriors going against any team it's a lot more entertaining sure. but then also um I also was thinking it's KD in his first year on the Warriors like how did he know how to integrate himself into a system that well it's KD yeah and he's been thinking like, about it for so long yeah <laughs> ah! well no not KD I mean Thanos I mean Thanos well, well, yeah, like, them, you have to be a uniquely, brutally <laughs> strong uh, being in order to, because remember, um, I forgot, oh, Ebony Maw, at the beginning of the movie, when Thanos gets the second stone, he's like, only a certain type of being has the power to be able to hold two Infinity Stones, nonetheless six, and the fact right. that it still damaged him anyway to hold that incredible power does even have a cost, even for the great mighty Thanos. Could Marvel, could Captain Marvel hold more than one, do we think? Because she is, in theory, she has the power of space. Yeah. Mm. Right? Ooh. That's, like, what, like, Hell where did yeah. the Infinity Stones come from? They came Hell from space. Yeah. And, like, in the end of it, I don't know. Hell That'd be ooh. dope. Itzan, good thing that you brought that up, because then it makes me think of, if they're doing this heist, how do they get the Soul Stone? Sounds like a sacrifice is going to have to be made. Hell oh, yeah. 100%. Whatever it takes... Everyone gone. Everyone <laughs> dying. <laughs> ah! Was really, really want Anthony Davis? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that is a hundred percent. Like, if someone whatever doesn't capitalize, whenever this movie comes out, and uh, they like sacrifice someone for the Soul Stone, <laughs> there's no chance somebody doesn't take the entire Lakers young core. Oh and sacrifice God. them for <laughs> Anthony Davis and the meme. Like, like whatever case isn't an option now in the train machine, like, this is just a bullshit system. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I was, I, curious, I was curious, Megan, did you have any other extraneous thoughts that you mm -hmm. wanted, wanted to add? I want to hear some more from, some more from you. Um, well, going back to the, the flashbacks in the red, I just kept thinking, are they... It has something to do with each person individually, probably, most yeah. likely. With, like, the flashbacks of, like, Cap and Thor, something, like, happened to both of them, probably, that makes them go back and try to figure out other stuff that may right. happen in reality. And then, uh, I'm just, like, I have no, I have no other words. Like, what else, like, can you really say? <laughs> 
I, I feel like within this movie, like there's definitely a time jump of some sort uh-huh. with with a lot of the stuff, and it may be very early in it, where which will you know which will get us into the the main story and probably like the main battles and stuff, which would be interesting. Like them going back in time and fighting old villains and doing stuff like that would be so much fun. Are you Do we think that? Question, though? Yeah. Um. What about Natasha with like the the guns? Cause that's like the one thing that's like not a big thing. Like she's kind of like Hawkeye in the sense where like their yes. machinery don't really do much to anybody. Like is she gonna come? Like she's not gonna be defeat Thanos with like her guns. Like nothing can really like help that. Speak yeah, only on a it. bow and arrow is gonna work in that situation. Amen. Um. Okay. Um, well, Megan, I think honestly that scene was probably just because they needed something for her voiceover when they're all saying whatever it takes, and she's the main one. And yeah. my guess is the guns was her taking out frustration at one point yeah. in the movie. Like, Shooting I guess, guns like, is the universal sign in movies for a character brooding over something. Exactly, and so yeah. is changing your hair. <laughs> Hashtag Hawkeye. <laughs> like what? Every like every like honestly, every good Hollywood heroine, and also myself included, when they go through something. They're like, I'm going to change my hair, and I'm going to be a brand mm-hmm. new person. And then Hawkeye's coming out with I'm surprised it's not a different dumbest... color. What, my hair or Hawkeye's no, hair? No, 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 Hawkeye's hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I was going to say, I just changed my hair color, actually, so thank you for not noticing. No, but... um. For this yeah, audio exactly. podcast? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Bro. I'm... I apologize. <laughs> Don't you apologize. Oh, Jerome, I love you. Oh my god. Alright, well, okay, so, um, yeah, I think a good hour on a two-minute trailer probably covers Good job, guys. We did it again. We, so we extra. This is Holy super- shit. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone, for uh, making the time today, because we were not given adequate notice again at Marvel. Um, mm. What the hell? But uh, we do appreciate it. We're all super hyped. Um... Everyone on the panel, where can we find you? Let's start with you, Jake. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Jake Christie. You can listen to my other podcast, Sword History, or my other podcast, Six Second Cinema. Uh, but yeah, just uh, rate, review, subscribe to this, and if you like the other ones, I do do the same. Nits. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nits Blue of N I T Z B L U V. Uh, you can also catch me sometimes potting basketball at the Daily Ding, and also on the Friday Mailbag, which has it's on a new feed for any of you that listen to it. Subscribe. To the subscribe. new Friday mailbag mm-hmm. feed. What'd you just say, AC? I said subscribe. <laughs> subscribe, rate, review, subscribe, and like leave mean comments because I love those. <laughs> AC? Hey, you can follow me at AC Spotlight 95, the AC Spotlight podcast. We had Justin Rowan on this week talking about the, the dysfunctional Lakers. That was very fun. You could also count. Catch me if you're a Patreon of Count the Dings. Catch me on the TV book club with Anthony Mays, Eden Lou, and Jake Hoy. Wait, you brought Justin Rowan to talk. Lakers dysfunction that's hilarious. Yeah, it was so he just like good. jacking really off good. the entire time. That sounds like exactly what you would do. <laughs> I don't know about all of that, but um, it was a very good conversation. Let's <laughs> hope it wasn't a video podcast then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Megs, no. how can we find no. you? How do you even go oh. with that? <laughs> um, um, Megs, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter at Migs and Hines. It's M E W G S N I. Ooh, no, N H I N E S on Twitter. And I just tweet random stuff about basketball, power injuries, and a lot more. 
Hell yes. And thank uh, you, you can find me. Us. Yes, thank you for uh, joining us on this one. Uh, you mm -hmm. can find me at Black Dragon Roll on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, yeah, I called that a pod. Thank you, everyone. All right. Talk to you guys later.